Welcome to The Health Connection, consciously inspiring your success. The podcast that will inspire you to achieve your optimal health and empower your mind. Where the integration of both East and West unite to give you tips, methods, and inspiration to live the life you desire. With your host, trainer and speaker, doctor of oriental medicine, licensed acupuncture physician, Tai Chi and Qigong instructor, Justin Fontanini. Get ready for an amazing show starting right now. Welcome back. This is Health Connection. I'm your host, Justin Fontanini. Wherever day is a great day. Hope you guys are enjoying your day, your month, your year, wherever you're at. And uh, if you're like me, it's uh, it's we're still in quarantine, and it's uh, the 16th of April. Hopefully, this stuff will start to clear up and blow by because it'd be nice to get back to you know regular routines, you know that we have. And uh, but in the moment, we can enjoy what we have had and what we do have still because uh, you got to be grateful. And when we keep this emotion inside. This, uh, this gratefulness, the frequency attached to that is uh, promoting good health. It actually helps upregulate genes and stuff. And it's quite opposite the, to when you're stressed out, you're in fear mode, you're in fight or flight, and the cortisol is cranking. We call it the death hormone. So the feelings of uh, gratitude are very important. And it's very good to every day just do a, like a analysis of your health, of your life, your relationships, your work, your finances. And just be grateful for what you do have. And then as you do that, you start going through every aspect of your life. You might notice all of a sudden that there's some aspects you're lacking stuff. So you got to put a little more focus on there to uh, improve it, to make it better. So, for example, like finances. Maybe you're, you're doing a self-analysis of your health. You're doing pretty good. You just want more energy to lose a little weight. Then you do an analysis on your, your friends, your family, relationships. And then all of a sudden you get to your finances, you realize that you're in debt, you owe a lot of money for your house, for your car, your credit cards, and you realize you really don't have any money. You're actually way in the hole because of all this debt. So this is an area you need to study, you need to learn, you need to understand more about finances. And Maybe this is one of your challenges in life that you need to uh, fix and upgrade and do better because when you put focus to it, the attention on the finances, as you do that, you're going to start drawing in all kinds of People, places, things, events, uh, situations, circumstances, uh, books, magazines, information. Different ways are going to start to show up in your life at random times through synchronicity to help you to uh, fix the finances. So just the thought of, of fixing them, just the thought of looking at them to address them, to realize that, wow, they need to be better. And then as soon as you have that thought, they need to be better, that thought sends a feeling into your heart. Your heart radiates a signal to the quantum field. And since all possibilities exist in the quantum field, you start attaching and drawing into your existence through the, through the uh, quantum effect called the observer effect. You start collapsing time and space and all of a sudden life starts working for you. The book shows up that you need to fulfill the financial uh, request. You, you get someone in your life that gives you assistance, some guidance, some information on how to improve your finances. You start having better ideas, better thoughts. And little by little through synchronicity and being in the right place at the right time, your finances finally improve. So it's all connected. It's very unique. But I don't want to get off into this topic too much today. I have been looking at a book called Disconnect. And uh, it's about cell phones. It's by Deborah Davis. Her first name is D E V. R.A. Davis, and it's about the electromagnetic uh, frequencies we call EMFs, and this deals with the electricity, radiation, and stuff. So, of course, we know radiation 
uh, has different types and frequencies and, and bandwidths, but the uh, radiation can be very harmful to your health. And a, a slow dose or a low dose over a long period of time can, can cause all kinds of effects into your DNA, to your tissue and your cells, even to a deep level and the organ organ level. But the uh, this book, I opened it up and uh, I highly recommend it because I, I have a story for you. One of my good friends that when he first moved here to Tampa, he, uh, he started looking for people that were into the same stuff he likes. So he showed up at my clinic one day and I found out he was a Qigong master and he teaches about health and food and making smoothies with different fruits and vegetables and herbs and stuff and drinking them down. And I was I was really impressed. And then he came here because he also loved acupuncture herbs and he knew I did Tai Chi and Qigong. So we became good friends. But he came one day and he was sitting there and I said, hey man, you got two cell phones on your waist. You know, those things have a battery. It's like an electrical magnetic field getting produced by both of those. It's probably not that healthy for your your body. So I suggested if he's not using it, to put him on the seat of the car and don't keep him on his belt, you know, all day long. He said, I have to have these. This is what I do for my work. I drive around all day. I'm on my cell phone. I do advertising for my, you know, the company I work for. I was like, okay. I said, but you said, still, when you're not using it, put the cell phone off your waist. Don't put it there. And then uh, if you're not using it, just leave it. You know, you don't have to be on your phone so much. The radiation is not good. And then I knew this already. But the, the science about it is way beyond what we'd ever imagine. But you don't hear it and you don't see it. you got to find it. It's out there. They're in books. There's a lot of research. There's a lot of stuff on the web that you can find. But I, I told them this. And uh, the reason I'm sharing this with you later, the uh, if you know anything about glioblastoma brain cancer, he ended up getting uh, brain cancer. And uh, he fought for his life for about a year. And... Uh, then that was it. And then he passed away at 42, so it was way too young. And uh, it freaked me out because we're, we're you know, similar in age, and he was my buddy. But uh, I, after all this happened, I looked back and I said, man, I can't believe what I told him in the very beginning. You know, whether it's the cause or not, how can we tell? It's too hard to tell because there's a lot of factors that can cause issues like that. But it was interesting to see and for me, when I learned yin and yang, that ancient philosophy, when I learned about the cause and the effect, you burn yourself, you get you know hurt. You hit your leg, then you got pain. You, uh, you eat bad food, then all of a sudden you get stomach aches. You drink too much alcohol, then you next day you get a hangover. So there's always this cause and effect. And this philosophy of yin and yang teaches you how to trace it to, from the beginning to the end so you have an understanding of on the nature and unfolding of events. So sometimes I like to go to the grocery store and I, I walk down the aisle and I look at the people's health and I can see the healthy ones and you can see the unhealthy ones. It's very easy to observe. Then I walk by their shopping cart and I look in their shopping cart to see what food they're eating. And I've been doing this since I was young because I learned it you know, from my dad. And uh, it's one of the diagnoses we use to understand how someone's health is because essentially we are what we eat. And uh, what we eat becomes us. And if you can see someone's health and observe it in their facial complexion, their structure, the color of their, their skin, the, 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 the structure of their body, you start to see everything all put together, the way they walk, the way they're leaning, the way they're moving, 
the shape of their movement altogether it tells us it gives us clues and then uh, we can analyze the food and food can be divided into several categories you know at the grocery store when I was young I'm not joking when I I tell you I was doing this since I was younger. I actually started in 8th grade. I had my first job at a grocery store in 8th grade. And I would bag people's food and then take it to their car. And uh, it was quite a service back then. But the reason I'm telling you this is I I started categorizing people by what they brought into this, you know, what they're buying. And what I saw was the, the groups of people, they eat mostly dairy. They get their yogurt, they got their milk, they got their cheese. Of course, they have some other foods, but this is probably about 80 to 90% of their diet. And then I started realizing there was people that were all carbs. They had all the pasta, the chips, the bread, the crackers, all this. It was predominant in their shopping cart. And then I would see the people that were more like uh, prepackaged, microwavable food. So you see they come in and all they would buy was... Uh, microwavable TV dinners. And uh, you would see that. So you knew that's what their predominant diet was. Then I would see people that would be more the junk food. They'd have all the weird candies and cookies and flavored this and colored that. It's all artificial, processed, and preserved. And then as you look at them, you say, oh my God, this lady better go on a diet. She's overweight. You know, so you see that. Then you look at the food. You put two and two together. We call cause and effect. It doesn't take rock and science. Little kids can learn this better than some, you know, adults with a high level degree. Because sometimes when you learn too much, you start to become almost, you you get to a level where you're really smart. Then you start to go over the hill like you think you know everything. And then the simplest things, the common sense, you lost it. So common sense is the most important. And just to analyze things like this, it doesn't take uh, rocket science to figure out cause and effect with someone's diet. And I had also categorize the people. They come in and they buy mostly meat. You see is mostly red meat, some pork, some chicken, and then uh, maybe a potato on the side or an onion, and that's about it. So you see these categorizes. And then also I would see... The ones that are more fruit and vegetable, you can see their carts, all mostly fruits, pears, apples, berries. Then they got their broccoli, their lettuce, they got their you know, zucchini or something. You see all the fruits and vegetables and not too much meat or stuff like that. So I think you can relate with what I'm saying. And you can think about your own shopping cart. You can go to the store, you can observe, you can look. But these uh, is very interesting. So back to the cause and effect. When I first met my friend and I saw him with those phones and then later he died of brain cancer and then I saw research. Actually, I won't even tell you what I saw. If you can just type in glioblastoma, brain cancer, slash cell phone, see what pops up. You can check yourself. Make sure you always read you know, both sides of the fence. Read the yin side, the yang side, heads and tails, the positive and the negative. Read both and then you got to use your gut feeling and your heart to figure out the truth because you'll find anything and everything in the computer. You can find things that are completely true and things that are completely false. A company that bashes another product or, a, or something to make people not buy it. And then another company that says, no, no, this is good. You should buy it. These are all the reasons why it's so good for you. So you can find everything. But ultimately, for me, that was the cause and effect. This book, it has a little, uh, a little quote from some gentleman named Thomas pension and i want to read this to you because it uh it kind of relates to life and it relates to yin and yang 
and I can give you a little insight to what I saw when I read this. It says, if they can get you asking the wrong questions, they don't have to worry about answers. I'm going to read that one more time. If they can get you asking the wrong questions, they don't have to worry about answers. So when you think about that, you know, you almost wonder, what, what pops in your head? What are you thinking about first? And sometimes it's more of something that relates to us to, you know, according to what we're going through in life. But sometimes if you step back and you read it deeper, you read really deep and you see a bigger picture, you can utilize it in different categories of life and stuff to figure out what's going on. But when I read this, if they can get you asking the wrong questions, so let's say I'm a bad guy and I'm doing something, and instead of getting caught and uh, having people see whatever I'm doing, I suddenly shift gears and try to derail, put the smoke and mirrors up real quick and have you go around the corner and talk to you about another topic. So I could do that. So it says, if they can get you asking the wrong questions. So when something's going on, if people can point the finger in the opposite direction, try to get you to look away, and then to start thinking about this other thing, say, hey, what's going on with this? And they, you get this conversation going on, and that's the trick. They wanted you to... Not focus over here, but go over there where they're pointing to. Point over there. Go over there. Let's talk about this other thing. So if they can get you asking the wrong questions, thinking about the wrong thing, focusing on something different, then it says they don't, they don't have to worry about the answers, which means they don't have to worry about being caught. If, they're, if you're not looking at them and you're looking somewhere else, how can they ever get caught? So it's very unique, this, uh, this quote from Thomas Pynchon, and it's in chapter 8 in the beginning of this book called Disconnect. So you can read this and think about it and use it to where it applies, but in life, you got uh, got to think. And then also realize that everything is connected, and sometimes people point the finger over there trying to talk about something. Then they don't have to worry about the other thing that's occurring behind your back. So it's very interesting. And then from here, I want to read you just the first aspect of this paragraph. And uh, for me, it gives me a lot of meaning. It actually teaches me something very unique about the philosophy and the teachings I've received in my life. So this is what the first chapter says, or the first part of the paragraph says. The difference between life and death is solely electric. We contain the same chemicals and liquids when we are living, breathing, talking, and walking as we do in the moments right after death. So when I read that, I said, wow, it's so true. You know, all that liquid stuff, the cellular, the organs, all the whole body's laying there, except the, uh, the only thing that's missing is the electricity. And when you say electricity, we can just say the Holy Spirit, we can say our spirit, our soul, you know, whatever, but there's some type of soul energy inside that it left after we died. And that goes into a huge topic, which I'm not going to get into. But the key thing I wanted to mention here is how they mentioned the electric. Because electricity, our body runs on electricity. The channels in our body, the nerves, they, they are all electric. The heart makes the largest electromagnetic frequency in the whole body. So it's very electrical. And as soon as you take the electric out of the heart, hey... Then the heart won't work, is it, you know? So when you think about that, you almost want to think, how can I maintain this electricity? How can I keep this electricity coming in my body? 
How can I smooth out this electricity and make it circulate very good in my body in a very harmonious, healthy way? So you start asking these questions, and then you realize that, hey, you know, maybe I don't need to always just focus on the detoxification of my body every month. Or maybe I don't need to worry about the appearance on the outside so much with my makeup and my hair color. Maybe there's other aspects of your life, like your life force, that may be more beneficial for you to learn about and study. Learn where it comes from, how to get more of it, how to make it you know, more abundant in the body, how to make it circulate through our system. And then the only answer I have for you is is the ancient exercise they left us, yoga and tai chi, and qigong, and also dao yin. Dao yin is almost like a Chinese yoga. It's uh, That's what the good translation is. But all these exercises, tai chi and yoga, qigong breathing exercises, dao yin, all these type of things, they condition the body physically, but they also address the qi energy, the life force. I don't know if you can think of any exercise in your whole life that that uh, deals with life force. When you think about it, does basketball, baseball, football? Actually, the more you play these, like let's say you play four or five hours of basketball, tennis, you know, hockey, football, soccer. The more hours you play, the more fatigued and tired you will be afterwards. You have to rest for a little bit, eat, get more energy, so you feel back to you know normal. But a lot of these exercises, my point is, they consume your energy. Your body's like a battery. If you were a car and had gasoline, the more you go, the less gasoline, the less electrical charge in the battery. So that's my point. But the Tai Chi and Yoga, Qigong and Daoyin, they enhance, they cultivate, they make more of the life force in the body. They make this circulation more, this electricity more. But there's one kicker. It's not going to work as good if you have shoes on. If you have shoes on... You're not grounded out. Now we know scientifically that your foot is a ground. It grounds with the earth. The earth's electromagnetic electrons go right up and absorb into the body. And they found so much as that the electrical charge on the skin changes when you're grounded. And when you're not grounded, everything decreases. It's like your body's not plugged in. So if when you engage in all these exercises, you got to go barefoot. you got to be on the ground on the earth. Carpet doesn't work. It doesn't count. Tile, linoleum, wood floors, they don't count. So you have to be outside in the dirt, in the grass, in the sand. And it should have a little bit of moisture or like green grass has still got chlorophyll moisture inside. The moisture is important because it's conductive. So if you're in like 100% dry dirt or 100% just pure dry sand and there's no moisture at all in there, it's not going to be as grounding as a moisture you know, surface. So that's the only thing. So the desert is not the best place to ground out on. And uh, neither is cement or or uh, asphalt. So these, they won't ground your body out. But these exercises, if you engage in these, and I love all of them, but I'm more associated with the Tai Chi and the Qigong. But the if you do these, you'll find out the rhythmic pattern that's been created in over 5,000 years. The form that's been created over generations and generations has been around for a long time hundreds and also thousands of years even up to 5,000 years for some of the Dao Yin and the Qigong exercises they're they're really very ancient 
So when you learn the form, you get the form. The reason it's like that is because all the people has been time tested and that was their final creation that they left for you. Because they're not here anymore, it's only us. So they left all these things for us. And it's up to us to realize that some of these things are very beneficial to help our life force, the electricity in our body. Because the more electric you have, it's like a battery. If you're always having a lot of electricity in your battery, how's the battery going to go dead so easily? It's not. So if you can keep your battery charged up by doing these exercises, if you can do the form and the movement, to repatternize, to direct, to open up your nerve system. So the nerves, they they fire off very, very perfectly at a very high level to the point where the spinal cord is just like a full electrical uh, impulse through there to open up all the circulation throughout the whole central nerve system's body, all the peripheral nerves, the motor nerves, everything to such a high level that your, your ability... It starts to increase your sensitivity. And then as you do these more and more, next thing you know as you're doing your qigong or your yoga or whatever, or your breathing exercise with the tai chi, you start to become sensitive to the uh, electricity in your body, in your hands at first. And then as that grows and it becomes developed more, you start to feel the electricity around your body in the space and the environment that you're standing in. And it would feel like you're in the water and you're moving your hands back and forth in the water really slow. It'll produce that kind of feeling. So then you've trained yourself from, let me, let me work on the electricity in my body. Let me cultivate it, balance it, harmonize it, drive it through my system, through Qigong, Tai Chi, or yoga. And let me do this until my health starts to increase, till the circulation starts to open up. And then as this does, all of a sudden you, you start to feel the electricity in your hands like a magnetic sensation. You start to feel like you're moving your hands around in the water, like you're under the water. But it's not. It's just the electrical current in the air and the atmosphere around you. So as you engage in these type of exercises, you'll realize, wow, the ancient people, they're quite different from the modern ones. And they, they left such awesome things. And you know what? The cool thing is, they're going to be around in another 5,000 years is because it's just it's part of humanity. It's part of the way that we live, just like the tree. It takes in the carbon dioxide, release the oxygen, and it has its nature, and it gives shade for the animals on the ground, the other plants. Just like humans, we have our own nature, and we inhale, exhale too, but we have an infinity for creating these things, enjoying these things, and every culture in the whole world had something to offer with the ancient wisdom, and that's why we got to honor the ancient people, and we also got to honor our elders in our life, because these are the ones that carry the true wisdom. It's not the young kids. The young kids, they might they might get to the point where they, they have some basic knowledge, but they're still very immature. And as they get older, this knowledge becomes part of their, their intellect. They start to understand how things are working when they're starting to get a little bit older. And as they get older yet, this intellect becomes wisdom. Wisdom doesn't show up until you become the elder, until you're older in your life. That's why you're, you should take high responsibility to keep your health really good so you can communicate clearly, so you can be active and engaging with your family, so you can share the stories of things that you've experienced from when you're young and from your ancestors and, and teaching where you came from, what, what uh, continent on the world, what culture you come from, what your last name means, where it came from. you got to know yourself. You can't be walking around in life like a, like a sailboat with no sail, not knowing where you're going, who you are, what you're doing. 
So sometimes to engage in Tai Chi yoga, Qigong, Dao Yin, meditations, you find the way. You find your way through life. You figure out who you are. You learn about yourself by quieting the mind. Engage in these exercises so your mind becomes more clear so you can see more freely, more clearly, more of the truth. And as you go through life, you can hopefully find your your way, your, your what you're here for, your mission, your purpose, your passion, the thing that you love to do instead of doing something you hate. You don't get enjoyment out of it. You don't get a health benefit. You don't have fun. You don't even enjoy it. And you're doing it only because you got to pay bills. But I believe that you're put on this world for a reason. You just have to clear the smoke, look through the crap, and find out what you love. And go find that. And keep, keep on it. And make sure that the money is there too. Because you can be a foolish person and then go do something you love. Like party, party, party. You blow all your money. And then all of a sudden you're broke. But you got to find that real path, uh, path, that real purpose, that calling, that thing you were meant to be. And if you find it, the money should be there as well. Plenty of it because you're going to become a master at it because that's what you're made for. How can a master do something that he's not a master at and be the master? There's no way. It's impossible. So you got to find the master within. you got to find that, that true nature within yourself, the essence of you of what it is that you came for, how to do it. And these tools, Tai Chi, Qigong, Yoga, meditation, they can help you. But the more static electricity, the more EMF radiation in and around your body, you start to get numb. Your Qi, your circulation in your body, your nerve system, it starts to get stagnant, it gets stuck, it starts to go backwards, start to cause health issues. Then you don't feel good, then you're not happy. Then you're not happy, so then you can't think clearly. Then you're in pain, you're suffering, and you're stressed out to the max. How can you find out what to do in life? How can you enjoy your, your, your passion, your purpose? How can you find that? And if you don't feel good, how can you even want to do Tai Chi and Qigong or yoga or meditation? You can't. So the, it's a very important to take care of your health. The environment stimulates us so much. All this electricity around us. we got to go to nature more. we got to go get grounded more. We gotta enjoy the forest bathing more so we can keep our health. Because without your health, that's it. You can't do nothing about it. So, all this cell tower, this 5G, the power lines, you gotta watch out for this stuff. You gotta research it because, you know, like a virus, it may be right in front of you, you can't see it. And that's a lot of times how health problems happen is the problem is right in front of us and we didn't know it was causing us the problem. So the EMF radiation is so bad, you can't see, smell, hear, or touch it. And then it's right there in front of you. But when you do Tai Chi, Qigong, meditation, yoga, like I said, the first thing you keep doing it, you start to feel the heat, the magnetic in your hands, and you feel the Qi in the environment around you. Then you go by the power lines, you feel the power line, like buzzing vibration in your spinal cord in your brain. Then you realize, eh, that's too close. Can't be too close to that. So hello, you got to wake up. The ancient people left the tool and the wisdom for us to get to the next part of our life in the next generations of, of our, you know, our loved ones and our kids and stuff like that. Because they're the ones that are going to go into the future, not us. So we need these tools to help promote health to get us there. Pass them to them so they can use them to get them there. Then they keep going, keep going, keep going. Otherwise, what happened? The generations stop. And of course, you know, families, they don't have kids. Then the 
generation stops right there. They have no more offspring. It's stopped. It's done. It's gone forever. can't return. So that's why the generations are important because if you think about yourself, where'd you come from? You came from your mom and dad who came from uh, grandpa and grandma who came from great grandpa and grandma. Kept going back. How many hundreds or thousands of times do you think we can go back? Amazing. It's all in your DNA as well. So it's very interesting. And if we're the forefront, we're the we're the uh, 5.0 version of all of them. We're the upgraded version. We bypassed all kinds of wars and famines, viruses, pandemics, heat, cold, wet, snow, dry. Our body's so resilient. That's why you're here today. You're the upgraded version. The ancestors, the people in the past that didn't have good health, they would die off. And, you know, it's kind of like seeds. If you have a bunch of seeds, some seed is very bad. It won't grow. Some seeds, you grow them, they grow so strong, so powerful. So we're the upgraded version. We're still here. So you just got to keep it, maintain it, keep it going. Giving your kids the wisdom, the love, the truth, whatever you can, and pass it on so they can keep doing it. Because it's, it's important to go through life very healthy and to enjoy family and friends and to feel free, to be free, to do what you need to do to enjoy life, to support life, friends, family, and help the earth. Because we're all connected. We've got to take care of Mother Earth. Without her, your entire body is from the Mother Earth. Even though some people say God made everything, okay, it's true. But our body literally is from the earth. You know, as soon as you die, the body disintegrates, go back into the dirt. The minerals from your body go back into the earth, the blood, the moisture, body fluid in your body. It goes back into the river or evaporate, go into the air as a moisture. So we return back to the earth. So we come from the earth, we return back to the earth. It's a spacesuit, but inside the spacesuit, you know, your soul and spirit is inside. So we got to integrate, balance the two. If you always take care of your physical body, you forgot your soul, uh-oh, it's called out of balance. Or sometimes you focus too much on the spiritual, you forgot about your physical. You start to lose your health, your weight gains, or whatever happens, your body gets arthritic. Everything needs a yin-yang balance. So whatever you're doing in life, this information that we talked about today, try to balance things out. Make that yin-yang balance. And I hope that you got something out of this. Uh, click the subscribe button if you found out is useful for you, and then we can get the, the next podcast to you. Okay? Until then, we'll see you next time. One love for you.